Hey, Zero Block 30 listeners, you can find us every Tuesday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Pride members can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Revely, revely, revely! Welcome back to another edition of Zero Blog 30. Today we got some things for you. One of those things is that thing from New York whose name is Representative Santos. He's back at it again. Every time you think that this story, all the little onion peels are peeled back. Oh no, my friend, a stinky little onion pit shows back up. <laughs> and this time, this motherfucker's out here scamming veterans. Scamming veterans in a big, big way. Yeah, this story actually, when I read the full story from the patch um, on Long Island, I actually teared up a little bit because I felt so bad for this veteran. Um, and just thinking about all the other veterans that probably happened to and other people with who love their pets that he probably scammed and screwed over, allegedly. I guess mm-hmm. I'll throw that out there. Um, but at first, like last episode, I was kind of laughing about the saga of George Santos because it's all so absurd, like mm. lying about your mom dying on 9-11, pretending to be Jewish. Like it's all so right. bizarre um, that I was like, it's like an episode of Veep. Like this is sil- just silly and absurd politics at its best. It's like, like Long one. Island of uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. Yes, mm-hmm. truly. Yes. Um, uh-huh. I want to see him a reality show with him and the Bagel Boss guy. Like yeah. get those two together. It's a joke. But this mm. one really was not great so this comes you did a lot of digging for this so i'm excited to go through this information with you let's start from there what do we got about old georgie boy today's episode of zero blog 30 is also brought to you by our good friends at simply safe did you know that property crimes like burglaries and all kinds of package thefts those porch pirates and the things like that that you hear about on the news all the time well you could stop all that stuff or at least mitigate it with our friends at simply safe Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US World Report, a third year in a row that they got that lovely award. Simply Safe is a home security with advanced sensors for every single room, door, and window in your house. They have HD security cameras inside and out so it won't look like that you're looking for the Yeti out there, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, flood, and other threats to your home. We got 24-7 professional monitoring service that costs under a dollar a day and less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or just adjust the system settings. Customize the perfect system for you and your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash ZBT. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash ZBT. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Yeah, so this comes to us from Jacqueline Sweet at The Patch, and it's just wild. So in May of 2016, Richard Osthoff was living in a tent in an abandoned chicken coop on the side of Route 9 in Howell, New Jersey, with his beloved service dog, Sapphire. A veteran's charity gave him the pit mix. uh, And again, disabled Navy veteran, honorably discharged from the Navy in 2002, clearly, truly struggling at life. He's homeless. And this dog is all he has. When Sapphire developed a life-threatening stomach tumor, Ostuff learned the surgery would cost around $3,000. A veterinary technician took Ostoff aside and told him, 
I know a guy who runs a pet charity who can help you. And of course, he's like, oh, my God, yes, this is a miracle. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. The man who ran the charity's name was Anthony DeVolder. Mm. And as we've all come to find out, this is one of the names that George Santos has been mm-hmm. using. Anthony DeVolder and his pet charity was called Friends of Pets United. Anthony DeVolder, again, one of the long list of names that George Santos has been using for years before entering politics. Uh, And again, I should reiterate, like, it's become a bipartisan thing. Democrats and Republicans like, get this guy the fuck out of here. How did this happen? The only bipartisan thing that's happened in the last (laughs) decade. Yeah, so far. It's like, this guy's a piece of shit. So keep in mind, Anthony DeVolder was one of the names he was using beforehand. Allstoff and another New Jersey veteran, retired police officer Sergeant Michael Bull, who tried to intervene to help Allstoff in 2016, said Santos closed the GoFundMe he set up for Sapphire after it raised $3,000 on social media. So it's great. Like, that's normally what you do. You raise the amount of funds and then you close the GoFundMe. Right. The problem was Anthony DeVolder, a.k.a. George Santos, disappeared after the money was raised. He stopped answering my texts and calls, Allstoff said. Um he goes on Facebook in 26. He's trying to be really honest about this. He's like, I'm sorry to say we were scammed by Anthony DeVolder and friends of Pets United through a series of bad veterinary contacts. And Sapphire has not received veterinary care. Her growth is three to four times bigger than it was. She is facing euthanasia within months. And so during this time that, yeah, during this time that Santos was dicking him around and using his story to raise money for himself, the tumor was getting worse and worse and worse. And clearly the vet tech was one of Santos's goonies who found people, vulnerable people like this and used them. Like he had contacts helping him out do this too. It's terrible. And I, feel and like realistically, it's to say, I mean, three grand is not a ton of money. It is a lot of money, but it's not like outrageous amount. To me, the thing that makes this fucked up is the dog gets worse, man. Like, yeah, it's not just it's not three thousand dollars that you're taking off the top of like an organization like Wounded Warrior that has millions and millions of dollars in their bank. This is a dude that's trying to protect the only thing in the world that he really loves at the moment. A dude mm-hmm. without a roof over his head who's right. instead it's of like asking all he has to live for. He doesn't want money for himself. He wants yeah. money to save the dog. Sapphire died at, in January 15th, 2017. After being out of work with a broken leg for over a year, Allstaff couldn't afford the dog's euthanasia and cremation, he said. So he had to panhandle. He's panhandling on the side of the road to do this for his dog. It was one of the most degrading things I ever had to do, he remembered. Bull, the buddy, the retired police officer who was trying to help him, in 2017, he founded the nonprofit New Jersey Veterans Network. He was an acquaintance of the vet tech and knew all stuff through his outreach work. He also shared Sapphire's GoFundMe page. So when he heard what happened, he tried to mediate and be like, this can't possibly be right. There's got to be a miscommunication. I contacted you never Santos. Think that. Like you never would think that listening to a story or hearing a GoFundMe, yeah. almost all these veteran related charities, you never, ever think. Oh, this is nefarious the way that. Well, no, I think when there are certain groups, like if people are trying to help dogs or people are trying to help veterans, people just always take you at your word because I think the normal way to approach that. Well, look at the story of what's her face we talked about last year. Yeah, yeah, the woman who went to jail. She never served and she was the president of the the fucking whatever. Anyways, um, so this guy, his buddy, I contacted Santos and told him you're messing with a veteran and that he needed to give the money back or use it to get all stuff another dog. He was totally uncooperative on the phone. 
Santos told Ostoff and Bull that he planned to use the money to help other animals. Bull told him he couldn't do that because the money was raised specifically for Ostoff's service dog. And not just he couldn't do it morally. He can't do it legally. Like, right. we have this big fund at work. I'm sure you've heard about it, the Barstool's Fund, where Dave set it up and we helped a bunch of small business owners because of COVID. And now there's money left over in that because people are so generous. And we have to go through this process to change the funds so that it can go to different things. And one of the reasons why they have to do this is you transfer the funds so that people are still going to be able to use it. And one of the contexts in doing this is that you have to contact each and every person that donated to these funds and make sure that they know and see if they're against it. And if they are against it, you give the money back. That's not typically what happens. People will say, just give it to somebody else or you guys figure out how you want to do something. So that's why this police officer is saying it, not because it's morally wrong, because it's legally wrong. But well, it is morally wrong. It was more. It was right. more I think he it was, is both. Yeah, I think he both. was reaching out saying it's morally wrong. Like this is it's morally wrong. So on the GoFundMe, because this was back before too, GoFundMe now has a lot more for fraud and stuff like that, uh-huh. but they didn't really have that back then. So on the GoFundMe page, Santos set up for Ostoff, he wrote, Dear all, when a veteran reaches out to ask for help, how can you say no? The GoFundMe was later deleted. So he's saying like, guys, you have to donate to this poor veteran, blah, 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 that Santos is doing this to get people to donate. Then he deletes it. And the Internet Archive website doesn't have a record of it anymore. So he was able to collect that three grand and then completely wipe the evidence away. After Santos set up the GoFundMe page in early May 2016, he became hard to contact. Um, Ostoff could only get a hold of him two to three times on the phone. And he felt bad because he's like half the donations came from my buddies, my friends and family. And now I don't know what to tell them. Um, So in June 30th of 2016, before he knew that Santos was going to scam him, he wrote on Facebook, we made the goal and then some. But his excitement changed to confusion when instead of scheduling the procedure. So now they have the money. Mm -hmm. Ostoff is posting, look how excited I am. We're going to be able to save my dog, Sapphire. This is the best thing. Instead of scheduling the procedure, though, Santos tells Ostoff, we can't use the New Jersey place you've been going to for your dog, the New Jersey veterinarian. You have to go to this place uh, in Queens, New York, that that uh, I'm connected to. That same vet tech who hooked him up with Santos in the first place drives Ostoff and Sam- Sapphire all the way to Queens. And their excuse was like, we use this place through my ch- the pet charity. And so we have credit here. It's like, and I was going to say that's, com- that's completely normal because a lot of these organizations, they'll have vet veterinarians or whoever, lawyers, whatever organization you're going through that'll volunteer their time pro bono. So sometimes organizations like that could bring in a dog or bring in whatever and say, we're going to take them to this veterinarian because we're going to have lower costs because they're going to do it pro bono. Mm-hmm. And Ostoff says it was a tiny little hole. So he's like, okay, I guess he's just desperate to save his dog. He goes all the way away from his regular vet in New Jersey and goes all the way to Queens. Um, and Can we just put place- that into context really quickly for people who aren't around this area? Like, it's a hike. I know by the crow flies, like Jersey to Queens might seem like, oh, that's not that far. Maybe it's like 20 miles, 25, 30 miles, whatever. If you are without means and you have to try to get there through Manhattan, that can be quite a daunting task. And so he gets there. It's a tiny little hole in the wall, but it looks legitimate. The vet there said they could not operate on the tumor, Ostoff said, adding that he was confused because the New Jersey vet didn't say any similar concerns. After that, Ostoff said Santos became elusive. In November, Ostoff texted him, I'm starting to feel like I was mined for the, my family and friends' donations. 
He had one final conversation with Santos, who said that because Ostoff didn't do things my way, he put the GoFundMe money from Sapphire's fundraiser into the charity for other dogs. I mean, you piece of fucking shit. Oh my you God, enormous man. piece of shit. This is a homeless veteran who's been injured and out of work who relies on this dog, like, legit for because his survival, for his mental health. you do it my way, right. the fuck over yourself, man. Zero regard for this veteran as a human being. On November 13th, 2016, and, and Ostoff has the receipts for all of this, by the way. He has the texts, everything. Ostoff showed the patch that he urged Santos to let him take Sapphire to another vet, saying, my dog is going to die because of God knows what. And he's like, why are you even doing this? Like, why are you doing this to me? My dog's going to die. Santos replied... Remember, it's our credibility, his fake charity, that got GoFundMe to contribute. We are audited like every 501c3, and we were within the highest standards of integrity. Sapphire is not a candidate for this surgery, and the funds are moved to the next animal in need. Santos said in a message he would take Sapphire for an ultrasound, but that never happened. Um, and basically, they and they wouldn't... The, legit new jersey veterinarian was like i can't accept this organization's funding method it's really shady and it turns out it's not a registered nonprofit. santos didn't have a 501c3 um there's like literally nothing about it he just completely made it up there was never a real charity and he was just scamming people and using fake stories and real stories but fake ending and like doing all kinds of crazy shit to take money um i told rich to go to the police Oh, by the way, so this is um, people are telling him, like, go to the police about this. But he says, I was preoccupied with finding a place to live at the time. I plan to evolve the police or hire an attorney. But as time went on, I guess I stopped thinking about it. And like when you have a lot of shit going on in your life, that stuff is Mm -hmm. so overwhelming. It was just like another his best friend. This dog just died. And it's like another nail in the coffin for what you have to do. Um, The vet tech never replied to a request for comment. Emails to Santos, an attorney. And his attorney about Ostoff's claims were not returned. Um, Santos also posted GoFundMe fundraisers for dogs needing medical care on his now deleted personal Facebook page, mostly toy breeds with stories of medical issues. Probably, I'm going to say it all fucking fake. Right. Um, mm-hmm. When Ostoff and Bull, and remember Bull was the guy helping Ostoff, they mm-hmm. saw him on TV in December of 2022. So years have gone by now. They've let it go. They couldn't get a hold of him. December 2022. They see him on TV and he's going to be a fucking representative in whatever. They call each other. They're shocked. They're like, it's Anthony DeVolder, the guy who took our money. I felt really bad for Rich, Bold told the patch. He had PTSD and his dog is his lifeline. When I first heard about it, I thought this is going to kill him. So Bold's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. DeVolder, a.k.a. Santos, has made this big comeback. And this is going to absolutely crush um, all stuff. Uh Allstuff told the patch he was crying his eyes out, remembering Sapphire's last day. Little girl never left my side in 10 years. I went through two bouts of seriously consider- considering suicide, but thinking about leaving her without me saved my life. So, like, he literally stayed alive sometimes just because mm-hmm. he knew he couldn't imagine his dog looking for him. I loved that dog so much, I inhaled her last breaths when I had her euthanized. That line broke my heart, man. Yeah, that's the one that made me cry. I mean, He's straight. This guy is straight up fucking evil. He's like, very evil and who? very evident by him saying things like, oh, well, you didn't do it our way, so I can't give you the money. That's I think Just when you have a pathological blooded. liar, they will say things of that nature to rationalize it in their head, knowing that it's complete BS. But 
then it allows them to live with themselves, even though it doesn't erase how evil it is what they're doing. And there's an right. old adage of that for delusions of grandeur. That's exactly mm -hmm. what this is. It's delusions of grandeur mixed in with a little bit of narcissism because a, a lot of narcissism. A, a lot of narcissism, like the things that he's doing, not take this one away. There's still, I mean, lying about your family being involved in the Holocaust and escaping the Holocaust and that not being true. Saying that your parents died and or your mom died in 9-11 while she was living in Brazil at the time. Going on these long diatribes about the dangers of uh, children being around drag queens while you were also a drag queen down in Brazil. I mean, it's just hypocrisy after hypocrisy after hypocrisy. And the thing that blows my mind is he was seated on two different committees this yeah. week. Yeah, this is the yeah. confusing part to me because both sides of the aisle, there are sane representatives saying, you have to get this guy the fuck out of here. But mm -hmm. there are also representatives refusing to address it, turning a blind eye. He was just recommended to, from the House GOP steering committee, recommended he sit on the House Small Business Committee. Probably not great for a known scam artist and fraud. And, and the not House trying to. He was assigned those yesterday. Yeah. And the House Science, Space, and Technology Committee. So there's no sign he's going anywhere. Like, yeah, this is a guy who is representing veterans who has harmed them. And like, mm -hmm. what, what the fuck? And it's uh, crazy to me, too, because he's very clearly, and I don't think I'm going too far by saying this, he seems mentally unfit to hold any sort of office because it's not like, I think you go back and look at a lot of politicians, they get caught up in something, but maybe it's like one thing. There's a pattern here that this gentleman has been lying and telling different stories that you need to look at that collectively and say, well, okay, maybe we missed this. this now is tin, let's remove him. This is tinfoil hat Katie here for a second. Mm. At those lower levels, like he's Long Island District Representative. Yeah. The people, there's people who help like decide- who is going to be the guy that they're going to uh -huh. pick to run in that area? Uh -huh. If you think maybe the press or something didn't do their research on him at first or whatever, but if you think those people helping pull the strings of politics didn't do their research and know exactly what they were getting, they knew all this, right. but That's... still put him there. So why? Oh, it's Why? easy. Like the answer is the majority is so small in the House of Representatives that if you kick them out, that majority goes down to four, either four or five. And you're already at razor thin areas. So that's the reason why you have a guy like this that clearly doesn't have a whole lot going on. His, his resume is crazy. So you bring in a guy that you tell the lobbyists could tell him to vote for whatever, and he's going to do it. Every single he's going to vote party uh -huh. lines every single yeah, time. Yeah, he's a puppet. He's, yeah. he's yeah. just a puppet. Proxy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just confused by the whole thing, really. And I'm confused. Like, nobody did their research. I, I don't. I, it's like, how do we get Well, here? I think it's what you said, though, Kate. I how think they probably did the research and just completely dismissed it. Because like, I don't right, think they knew it was this much. I don't think they knew it was this much. Because they're probably like, fuck. Another thing? Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, um, whenever something like this comes out, like now that this man has come forward, now that Ostoff has come forward, I feel like the trend is we're going to start hearing from a lot of other people now on a personal level who have been scammed by him and it will mm -hmm. probably be That's how it always is you know like you have yeah. some scandal and it's so. one or two and then you talk about it on the news and it's like eight other people raise their hands because mm -hmm. when you're a scammer like this 
you don't scam like this and just be done with it. Like you no. scam like yeah, this, bizarre. you constantly scam. Like I said, yeah. I, it's a pattern. It's a pattern of behavior. This isn't a one-off by any stretch. He's not a good person and we need to get rid of him. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Love that. All right, moving on from old George Santos. Let's do a little bit of Katie's News Roundup. What do we got, Kate? Katie News Roundup, okay? We'll be quick about this. First off, I want to say, when I was in the military and did my two tours to Afghanistan, and one thing that I genuinely did find frustrating back then was when I would go home on leave, and it was like some of my friends had no idea, really, that we were even at war. Like, I had these (laughs) intense experiences, and then I would get home, and my friends would be like, just so completely clueless about any of it that I was like, damn, am I crazy? Like, I thought everybody was in on that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought everybody was hanging on every news story every day. And it yeah. turns out nobody was. And it was like, oh, wow. huh? Okay. Um, so now I'm that person because I, this is from Jeff Skogel at Task and Purpose, because I had no idea about this, what I'm about to read right here. 2022 stats about U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria um, taking the fight to ISIS, 313 missions in both countries, during with it, which at least 686 suspected ISIS fighters were killed, including the terrorist group's former top leader. I knew we had killed that guy, but we're well on our way. We're on the upper side towards yeah. 1,000 ISIS kills in Iraq you know and Syria. What it is? I had no I, I idea mean, we were doing missions in Iraq still. I think that that's by, desi- that's by design, right? Because, you know... I don't think the American public has the stomach to hear that we are still doing these things in yeah, Iraq, seemingly almost a mission it. per day. They're like, get the oh. like. That's the reason why we don't cover Russia and Ukraine anymore because nobody gives a fuck. Like they just yeah. don't. Unfortunately, I, yeah. people give a fuck, but it's like I. In this case, I just, I was like, holy fuck, that's a lot, and that's probably some really intense combat. And I imagine mm-hmm. being one of these troops coming home and being like, oh my god, you guys have no idea what the fuck is going on. They, well, you're true. Yeah, but I anyways, think that goes to whatever. a bigger question. It's like people who join the military, do you do it so everybody back home hears about it? Or do you do no, it because you want to no, feel good I, about what you're doing? I think it's a little bit of both. Maybe. I, I mean, for sure, yes. Especially back in the MySpace days, you were putting it. <laughs> you wanted everybody to know you're a big king. Hold me when I'm here. Hold me when I'm gone. No, but I think there is something dismaying about you doing these things and the public like seeming to not know or care. I think there's whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, military teen riot. This just happened. This So the last episode, I was saying, coming up soon, I'm going to do a deep dive on these military schools, but essentially kind of prisons for teens. They're all across the country. It's like you see those teens that get sent off to those wilderness camps. Mm. It's kind of like that, but people are sending their teens off to these like military schools. And apparently... All these reports are starting to come out that a lot of them are super poorly run. They're just mm-hmm. soaking up the money from the state and then throwing breadcrumbs at these poor kids and leaving them in terrible conditions. So Major General Van McCarty with the U.S. National Guard confirmed a riot in the McCarty Training Center on Tuesday in South Carolina, where South Carolina youth and job challenge program youth were being housed. These two groups of teens who are supposed to be be being like rehabilitated by the state it sounds like we're in prison like conditions and literally had a fucking riot that both military police and regular police had to come and break up the situation is under control several cadets were transported to the hospital for treatment parents are being notified the more i look into these the more i'm like holy fuck i can't believe the general public doesn't know this is a thing that's going on it's wild so are these two different things though soon 
I, I would be interested to learn about that more because are these two different things? Because the, the story here sounds to me almost like it's a juvenile delinquent camp versus what you're talking about is a voluntary camp that, you know, parents will send their children to, which might be very two different things. But I mean, this was the McCarty Training Center on a military base, Cons. Yeah, this and was it's, like... it's both. It's like you can, okay. if you're yeah. if you have a troubled teen, you can take them there. Or the government or the criminal prosecution can send you there as mm-hmm. well. And a lot of these programs, and I was actually reading it the other day, that some of these prisons are taking back because recruiting is struggling so much that if you have nonviolent crimes or drug-related crimes or petty theft and things like that, they'll give you the opportunity to go to these, these types of camp. And if you can make it 12, 15 weeks through their program, then they give you the opportunity to graduate and go into big army. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, interesting... are they expensive to get sent here if you're not getting sent by the state? Oh, no, no. I think the state, I, I think, think it's, I think these it's free, places yeah. are making a ton of money oh. off the state is uh-huh. the thing. And I think they're free to the parent, not to the taxpayer. But I think uh-huh. they're keeping a lot of the money okay. and leaving these kids in conditions where they end up fucking rioting. That's what they anyway, do with foster care, too. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned. Eventually, I'm going to dive deeper it's into gonna that. Yeah. It's going to be real sad. It's going to be real sad, real fascinating. <laughs> um, an yeah. Air Force nurse was convicted of groping another Air Force nurse. Um, Air Force officer was found guilty this past Friday on charges related to groping a colleague, and he'll have to spend just over a month in jail. Major General George Arispey. Arispey. Yeah, Arispey. Yeah. Um, two episodes in 2021. The first, he's hosting a barbecue at his house. And why are we calling these episodes? It's not Seinfeld, like the two different assaults. There is uh, a woman at the barbecue, 20 years younger than him, married to one of his troops. And he grabs her on the ass as the barbecue is winding down. The woman, she's also an officer, by the way, married to another troop. She pushes him away and said, that's enough. And he looks at her and says, I had to try before going to grab her again. Oh, my God. What a creep. Uh-huh. Um, in the second instance, the wife of an active duty troop of his was telling Arise Pay about a fun weekend she had with her husband. She was showing him photos. Look, we went out dancing. Um, and he said, I'm going to say something that might be cringe, but you're the type of girl I usually go for. But I know there's a line and proceeded to try and Hello, heavily hit on her. Lady. Yeah, just a weird, bizarre. And <laughs> then it took, creeps, dude. it took two years for the Air Force to get the trial going. He only gets a month in print. Like, he's still going to be a fucking creep. Yeah. Um, Two things really quickly on that. Number yeah. one, like just complete gross behavior in no setting. Should you ever grab another person in any way, shape or form on any part yeah. of their body? So that's disgusting for him to do that to an- another officer. Terrible. But where I think it even gets worse is the second instance when you're in a leadership position and you have enlisted uh, NCOs and their families over to your house. There's a weird dynamic that goes on there sometimes where you feel like you have to act a certain way because maybe you're around, you know, the dying commander's house or his wife or his family or whatever. So he's almost using that rank to mm-hmm. assert oh, this yeah. influence over her and take advantage of her. And knowing like, well, I could say this because nothing's going to happen because she knows full well her husband's not going to, you know, file a report because I outrank him. And it's yeah. really, really twisted that that occurs in our military. And it's twisted that gentlemen like this exist and oh, yeah. they need to be called to the carpet each and every time. One of the, my army officer friends, she was at a Christmas party with higher ranking officers. It was like the unit party. And at mm-hmm. the end, the guy officers were drunk, the higher, way higher, very high ranking officers. 
And one of them was dressed, had like a sin hat and pull in front of the other guys, pulled her down onto his lap and held her there. as She tried to get away from him and was like, whatever. And she's like, it's traumatizing, man. And yeah. all these leaders that you look up to are laughing and you're like, and degrading, they have yeah. no respect for me. Mm-hmm. They have no. It's an abuse whatever. of rank. Anyway, I think he should be tarred and feathered. One other thing square. about this. I know it's not a bad thing. Like, well, it is a bad thing, but I laughed a little bit. And it's because on this article, they did the defense attorney so wrong. Like the headline is like Air Force nurse gets convicted of sexual assaults, essentially. And then they have the defense attorney that's standing there in the article. And he's the only man that is in the picture. And there's a huge arrow, like base legal on the side. Yeah. And it's like oh, pointing yeah, directly yeah, yeah, yeah. at this. The guy. headline's basically like giant pervert and <laughs> right. a big arrow. And then the it's photo, the defense yeah. attorney. I opened um, it up, but I was like, defense attorney pictured and i was like my god oh, that's messed up because i was so yeah. close to blogging this and using that picture as the headline like look at this yeah. pervert pointed out by the arrow do you see the not pervert the he pointed at right here <laughs> but that's that's not what happened um nope. anything else kate yeah just quick one new zealand's prime minister jacinda adern announced thursday she will stand aside for a new leader within weeks she doesn't believe she has the energy to seek re-election in october and she's not even going all the way to then in february she's like uh, February, whatever. I'm just going to step aside. No particular reason. Otherwise, I don't. I think she said something like, I don't have enough gas in the tank and you really have to have a full tank for this. And I don't uh, I, like I can't that. do it justice. So but elite, I like that, elite level of self-awareness. Elite. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, if, if a lot of our people could do that, especially like the ones in their 90s who've been like <laughs> the one that's taking years. a nap in the fucking West Wing right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like have a little awareness, Joe. Go over yeah. to New Zealand. You guys do it together. Just a big old step down for governments all across the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, One more thing before we close down, there is an article that came out that I absolutely loved. It was about Marines that were battling this AI Mm -hmm. that was going to be on the battlefield. And the article goes goes to say that they were going to see if like it was essentially a sniper situation where you're trying to stalk and not be detected and sometimes you'll do it with people and this time they were doing it with ai and they picked some marines to go out there and they were trying to beat this ai they had trained with it for about a week or two and then they come out and they go to this training evolution well the marines noticed that some of the times the ai didn't pick up on non-normal human walking like that so if If you were just walking in a straight line or if you were running in a straight line, the AI computers would pick you up instantly. So the Marines started doing like leapfrog and they started doing like somersaults. They they said one, two Marines somersaults. So it's in the middle of a traffic circle. There's this tiny little tower that's supposed to be able to detect anyone within like a mile radius walking like a human. Mm -hmm. And the Marines were tasked with they had to get to that traffic circle and like touch it to win the game. And so two Marines somersaulted 300 meters and never got detected. That's a long way to somersault. That is. Yeah, and this is the best one. Um, Two hid underneath a cardboard box together. (laughs) You could hear them giggling the whole time. And they giggled the whole way in the box up to touch the thing. Um, One guy, my favorite, field stripped a fir tree and walked inside a fir tree, like a fir tree. You can see a smile. That's about all you see. Um, but yeah, so somersaulting, hiding in boxes, whatever. And all the Marines were like absolutely fucking tickled to trick this machine and get past it. And so. that's the, to me, that's the beauty of Marines. Yeah. Right oh, yeah. In a nutshell. That, yeah, that's the that. best part, though, too, because like I feel like if you took like 
eight of the smartest people from like MIT and they're like, come up with a way to beat this. And they might not be able to come up with a way, but like you give the eight Marines and they're like, yeah, no problem. We got this. <laughs> yeah, we Let's got do this, somersaults yeah. for three football yeah. fields. And the, the comments on it were very fun. And the, one of the parts that made me laugh is there was a quote tweet that was like, this is not what we want our Marines to do. And I was like, uh, yeah, it is. That's exactly, exactly what we want them what to do. We want our Marines yeah. to do is that right there. We need them to do it. We love it for them to do it. All right, let's move on to some save rounds and alibis. Catherine, today we will start with you, my friend. Yeah, um, well, I'm so glad because my son took a huge dumper on our coffee table this mm-hmm, morning. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's hysterical. Break. Sorry. Yeah. The first, I let him air out a little bit. He's mm-hmm. in his pajamas and a diaper all night. Which you're supposed I, to do. You're supposed to let it breathe. You do. You're supposed to let him breathe a little. So I always give him time to run around in the nude. For a hot minute, and yep. he climbs on our car. He climbs on everything, and I don't care. It's Pat like there's too. no Pat's use. fucking nude in there, and Pat's crawling nude around. running around, climbing on coffee tables. The whole squad. But he was playing. We have these little pebbles in this fake plant that he likes to play with. So he was like doing the squat on the coffee table, playing with the pebbles. And the way the lamplight was hitting him, I was like, oh, he looks so cute right now. So I took this really cute little photo of him, just like being a little kid, being silly. And I go to text the photo to my parents to be like, look how cute he is this morning. I turn back around and there's an enormous, I sent the photo of the poop to you guys, an enormous log of turd on the coffee table. Uh, And it was, and he was suddenly, he was like 15 feet away, standing behind another table, like just watching to see. Like he knew, he He knew. knew. Yeah, yeah, the, it was the just, potty. You know, been... It was so big, though. Too, it almost looked fake. That's how big. It was. I know. It looked and there like was one of those whole... fake dollar store poops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there was a whole nugget stuff mm-hmm. at, the, at the top of it. So that's my sa- uh, no save rounds. Really, it was just an exciting morning over here. That's just funny. And nah. Cash actually said his first sentence after he did it. He looked over it, and Kate was like, "Gotcha, bitch." Yeah, he, he got me good. He got my goose. Uh, that was not fun to clean up. So that's on me. If you come over to my house, use a coaster. You don't want to set things directly on that table uh-huh all right cons what about you my friend oh well keeping along that same theme of um trash kate uh did i see you digging through the trash yesterday is that correct yes i threw out my adult braces by accident and I had to dig through the trash mauled three adult different trash braces cans is one office. of my favorite things that you constantly yeah. call them adult braces yeah people are always like don't you mean just invisalign i'm like you're also a nerd if you have them. We're both wearing adult braces. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I do have one more thing really quick, too. Mm-hmm. The VFW and Gladwin that so many of you donated to after they mm-hmm. flooded um, and that Dave did a huge donation to, they're having their soft opening, uh, if you're listening on Friday, this Friday. And so they invited ZBT. I'm going to try and make there, it. Yeah. Um, and so it's just a soft opening. They still have a ton more work to do. But truly, the listeners, Dave Barstool saved this space for them like they were gonna lose it and you all help save it so it's awesome i'm really excited to see what they've done since then and we'll keep providing updates i'll blog it and show what the place looks like now and we'll keep following along but anyways really fucking cool so that's that's great so yeah you're heading down there also to a big game this weekend i live in a house divided i live with a massive massive eagles fan like you guys think i'm animated during during sports games you know specifically army games I don't hold a candle to the way Alex reacts <laughs> there to is Eagles no games. Way I promise you. True. Oh, I need I'll, to. I'll send you no, I can see it. Well, yeah, send me videos. I'll send you videos. I, I need to go to a game with Alex because I've been to oh. games with you and it's it's terrible. So. Bro, she's she's into it. She is into it. Um, but I'm a gi- Giants fan, so uh, we're looking forward to that on Saturday but night. Ca- Luckily, you're a casual Giants fan, though, right? I'm not. I I will say I am not. 
on the level that she is with the Eagles. I'm not on the same level as I am. Because with I'll Army. say it, you're a classier guy, and Giants are garbage people. Yeah, but that, like I always, I grew up with the Giants. I grew up going to Giant games. Um, I just, I've always said like, I don't think it's mentally smart mm-hmm. for me to put my whole emotions Absolutely. into more than one team. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I, I don't live and die with the Giants, but I am a Giants mm-hmm. fan. I do root for them. Um, but I also prefer a happy household. So we'll we'll see how that goes. And then before um, you continue, I need people to go to the YouTube because if you didn't, Kate just put in her adult braces mid-con sentence and mm-hmm. wanted people not to know, go on the YouTube so you can check out Kate putting <laughs> mm-hmm. in her adult braces. It's if quite you're into that kind of thing, yeah, it's pretty you hot. Are. You should put that. I bet that's a kink on OnlyFans. OnlyFans, yeah. yeah. Adult Just taking them in and out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, pull them out of my um, bra. <laughs> this week is uh, as trainer sure braces. <laughs> most people know is um, the World Economic Forum in Davos. You guys are tracking uh, that. Yeah. Oh, of course. Been long yeah. time, Julius. Yeah. Oh, brick by brick, Davos. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, just what an all time <laughs> that I, I just wanted to present this to say, I think it's the all time best boondoggle because you have all the wealthiest people in the world coming up with a reason to go talk and basically they just want to go to a gorgeous town in switzerland but i saw a stat the other day that really kind of blew my mind in terms of the scope of who's there this is the most officer shit ever by the way the financial (laughs) forums (laughs) it is fascinating me and kate talking about poop and braces and cons it's like Uh, oh in munich (laughs) actually i've been tracking it too because uh ladies you can make big bucks and gentlemen. I'm sure yeah. gentlemen too make a yeah, big buck. Yeah, you're bussy, yeah. Prostitution, it's a great time to be a bussy in in, uh, in that area. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, listen to this list of attendees, okay? 116 billionaires, 52 heads of state, 600 CEOs, 56 finance ministers, 19 central bank governors, 30 trade ministers, 35 foreign ministers, and 16 American politicians. And a partridge in a pear tree. So pretty yeah. much the root cause of every problem in the world is centralized right now in a in a little area. But the yeah, prostitute is could say that. Yeah. Redistribute so just, the wealth right there. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just seems like they, they don't need a reason to all get together, but they they parade around like they do. I just think it's fascinating. Anyway, I bet that's those all I folks got. are just going around like the cock of the walk, just peacocking all over the place. I bet the pier that they're like docking their super yachts at would be a nightmare of ego. Yeah. Mm, good. All right. Probably. My saved around here. We talked about dildos and butt plugs at Walgreens. We got a little follow-up. <laughs> One of the listeners, I won't say her name. I don't know if she wants this news out there um, hmm. about her grandma, but here we go. Y'all, y'all, Walgreens has been slanging dicks and butt plugs and vibrators to the olds for a long, long time. Yes. Terrible, but hilarious family antidote. My grandmother passed away in 2019. Upon her passing, some of her cherished Christmas decorations were sent back to to Boston from Florida. My mom, dad, brother, brother brother-in-law, husband, aunt, and I were in the kitchen looking at the Santa collection in the storage bin. When, what do our wondering eyes appears? A purple satin bag with a little vibrator for Graham in it. We all knew what was in it, but my mom refused to acknowledge it or that it was from her mother. 
She died of secondhand embarrassment, and lo and behold, she brought that little ditty at her beloved Walgreens down in Punta Gorda, Florida. Walgreens do do be looking out for the olds. Every year now and then, there's a text from friends who knows the story asking if the dildo Santas are up for Christmas yet. (laughs) I was laughing so hard at your story today. P.S. We figured out where it was from because my mom refused to admit it, so we Googled the name on the bag in Viola. Walgreens it was. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, just oh. perfect, man. Those sneaky dildos. Go. I mean, and I, people forget we act like old people aren't people. They're really horny too. Horny. I mean, the highest concentration of sexually transmitted diseases is in the country is at nursing homes because mm-hmm. people just go in there, fuck, 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 fuck. That's basically all you do at a at a, a Walgreens at all. Don't Google that. Homes. We don't know if that's true, yeah. but it could be. People are finger blasting themselves All in the right. drive through so, picking up. That's their the show. Thank you. <laughs> Down okay. the retreat. <laughs>